come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be discussing part four of the series, Honoring Life as Teens According to God's Word. We're back live in PNT Podcast Studio, hoping you had another great week. We have another great lesson, so let's get right down into it. The world and the biblical meaning of life. The existence of an individual human being or animal. The existence of means you have to exist. You have to have a being. You have to be in order to exist or to have life. John 12 and 25. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. What is life? What does God say about life? When searching for Bible verses on life, we come across passages both life here on earth and eternal life in heaven and the difference between the two. In this lesson, we will focus on the earthly. This scripture says more than what we can stomach. Love, hate, keep. What God is trying to convey in the scripture is the need to keep everything in perspective. You can love yourself so much that you are no use to God and the furthering of his kingdom through the salvation of sinners. Hate is an extremely hard and harsh word to swallow. I know what you're thinking. God is love, and if I'm a portrait of God, then hate can't exist in my body. Therefore, I can never hate myself, let alone my life. The contrast between love and hate is used to illustrate the importance of being a God-focused Christian. Remember, put God first. John 15, 12, and 13 says this, My command is this, Love each other as I have loved you. No greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. This is deep. I mean really deep. But I have all confidence in the world that my young, loyal listeners can handle these scriptures with ease. Here's what we learn from these scriptures. God commands us to love each other. And by each other, he means everyone. There is no one that you should not love. And also what we learn is this. God commands us to love exactly as he has loved. I'm going to pause there for a second, and I'm going to let you digest that. It's important to note that God and Jesus honors your life above all. How do we know this? It's easy. Because Jesus went to the cross to save a sinner like you and I that we may live. Live how? Just as he did. Who is he? We're talking about Jesus. Jesus makes it and made it abundantly clear that he has mad love for you. Yes, Jesus loves you if you didn't know that. Jesus honors your life each and every day by advocating on your behalf to the Father each and every time you mess up. Yes, you mess up. Don't try to fake it. You're human and your children. He never stops pleading your case because your life matters to him, to God the Father and the Holy Spirit. Make Jesus proud today by honoring someone else life above yours as Christ loved you. We'll be back after this short break with more on honoring life. And we're back live in PNT Podcast Studio to pick up where we left off. We're going to talk about some practical ways to honor life. 
Honoring life requires you to make a deliberate act of humanity. It requires you to actively act and decide in every situation, what would Jesus do? Yes, that famous question. I have some great, great news. I came up with a list of actions you can put into practice today that demonstrate to a living God that you honor life and not just your own. Number one, treat other people with respect. Many times this will not be reciprocated. It won't be a two-way street. And God did not put a condition on when we should or shouldn't respect people. We should just treat them with respect. Number two, be understanding and patient. This will be difficult because our opinions and thoughts are not always shared with others. Number three, overlook mistakes, forgiveness, and give compassion. This one may be tougher than the last one. Don't be so rigid and stern that you miss the opportunity to extend someone the grace God and Jesus extended you. Number four, celebrate accomplishments and cheer someone on. People tend to perform better when they know people have their backs in whatever situation they're going through. This is vitally important, especially during the times we live in now. Encourage and help others. Speak a word that will lift someone's spirits. Lend a helping hand to lighten someone's load. Help someone with their burdens, whether it's a mental burden, a spiritual burden, or just life burden. Help someone. Number six, appreciate and celebrate your differences. You have got to understand that no two people think alike. Many times, it's, it's those differences that bring us together to achieve something greater than you and your differences. So don't look at other people just because they don't think like you, because they don't look like you. Celebrate those differences because God loves us all. And finally, number seven, be willing to be vulnerable, flexible, and open. How do you do that? Open your heart, open your eyes, and open your mind. At the end of the day, it's your ability to adapt on the fly to do the true will of God that makes honoring life worth it. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were listening to you and we began talking about ways that we dishonor our life by dishonoring our bodies. The Bible tells us in Romans 12 too, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Our lives are so important and we should treat it and our bodies as such. Let's talk about a few ways that we dishonor our body. The most important way to dishonor our bodies is by not showering and or bathing. Cleanliness is very important regardless of whether you are leaving the house or not, quarantined or not. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Would you want to live in a dirty house? If you have running water, soap, and a washcloth, take care of your body. I am well aware that in some cultures and religions, this is not practice. But if you are not a part of that culture and religion, do right by your body. Also, things that we ingest can cause serious, if not fatal, consequences such as cigarettes, drugs, liquor, etc. These can gradually cause organ problems and or failure. Oh, and let's not forget about those crazy challenges that have harmed people and may have caused deaths. Cinnamon challenge, hot water challenge, Tide Pod challenge. Don't give in to the hype. The consequences may be life-threatening. Another way to dishonor our bodies is by physical harm or self-mutilation. Some kids cut, starve, scratch, pinch, 
carving, uh, with using the end of the pencil, the eraser, like doing tattooing or something like that, hair pulling, etc. When you hurt yourself, you hurt God because he created you and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. So to see you hurt yourself is devastating. Love yourself. You are you are so special and you have purpose. Emotional and mental harm is another way to dishonor our bodies. I know that you feel that emotional and mental harm comes from others. Yes, that is true. But remember, there are varying forms of emotional and mental harm. I'll touch on one. In order to honor our bodies, we have to honor what we allow to enter our body, whether it is through the mouth, nose, eyes, or ears. When something is foul or something doesn't feel right or someone is foul, we don't want that thing or person around us, right? We, won't, we don't want to smell it. We don't want to see it, taste it, or hear it. That is how we need to be when someone tries to plant negative thoughts about ourselves in our minds or when they try to get us to do something that will cause harm to ourselves or to others. How is this emotional and mental harm, you ask? Because the second we allow someone to ignore our feelings about what is right and we give into what they are saying, we've just given them an open door to think that we are weak-minded and that we will go along and believe whatever they say. We honor our bodies by standing for what is right, keeping our minds and hearts guarded at all times, and not allow others or things to make us put our morals, truths, or beliefs to the side to make people happy. Don't lose your identity. Know who and whose you are. You are a child of the Most High. Those were just a few ways that we dishonor our body. There are so many more, but so little time. So until we meet again, remember that you is kind, you is smart, and you is important. No, really. On a serious note, begin to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, because that is your reasonable service. In summary, the importance of honoring life. When I think of this lesson on honoring life, I'm drawn to Philippians 2. Instead of trying to speak to it, I'm going to let the scripture speak for itself by reading verses 1-4 through in its entirety. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of mind, doing nothing out of selfish ambition for vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. Find a way today to begin living out this scripture. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.